Hello and welcome everyone once again. It's Paul and I and Ben here to talk sports with you on a mild November evening. My name's Jason. This is Polly. How's it going, guys? And this is Ben. What up? And we're here to talk some sports. We've got World Cup action going on. We've got some happy haps in the college football scene. We've got the NFL. So, Polly, take us away. All right. So we're going to start um, with a little uh, international football first. Uh, World Cup uh, first games are going on right now. Uh, the U.S. Uh, drew uh 1-1 draw against Wales. Kind of disappointing uh, result. Uh, the U.S. kind of dominated the, in the first half, got a goal in about the 37th minute in. And then uh, Garrett Bale got uh, fouled uh, in the box with about in about the 81st minute. Uh, hit that for his first World Cup uh, goal. And then uh, Wales hung on. So a little bit of a disappointing result for the U.S. Uh, still got the point, but with England coming up on Friday, uh, they can't lose that game by too much. I mean, obviously it would be nice to win that one, but realistically England's got a better squad. And so we'll see what happens Friday, but a little bit of a disappointing start for the U S I would agree with that. I think it's more than a little disappointing. It puts a ton of pressure on them to win against Iran now. And I mean, not saying Iran's a great squad, and this is a this is a good U.S. squad, but they should have won that game. And to lose it on a penalty kick at the end like that is just oh, you, that can't you can't have that. That is not good. Like, uh, like the U.S. was the basically the number two team in that group, and now it's a little now it just complicates things for them. Now they can't afford to slip up. And I mean, they they could hang against England, maybe. You know, this isn't the best England's ever been. Yeah, I actually I watched the whole game, um, and uh, I felt there's a couple of things. Yes, the U.S. dominated that first half pretty much the whole time. In fact, you could see the Wales players arguing and yelling at each other because they're getting so frustrated that they couldn't do anything. And uh, I think what hurt the U.S. a lot too was. A lot of yellow cards right to start off with. Um, some were questionable. And then eventually I felt Wales was pretty much doing the same thing to the U.S. but not getting those calls, um, which kind of, again, put frustration on the U.S. But, again, overall, they should have won that game because that was the game to win compared to everything else that's going to be coming up. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a little disappointing for sure. Um, since again, there's no really, I mean, it's like for me, there's no set, uh, goal for what the U S is really going to do. You know, like I, I can't tell you what's going to happen. I'm not, they're not going to win it all, but I couldn't tell you like if they're going to win it all or not, or be really good. But then the fact that they came out so dominant and so strong, I thought, Oh man, this is going to be great. And then they scored. And that was just, that was a beautiful play. 
to score that goal. Um, poetry, mm. you know, on the field, it was just awesome. So, but then, yeah, to lose on a penalty kick is it sucks. Or not lose, I guess. Sorry, a draw, but in a way, we're calling it a loss. So, yeah, I think so because that should have been a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 feels like it feels like a loss, even though it's not. Uh, one other result that we have to touch big on one. was Saudi Arabia's mm-hmm. historic upset against Argentina in what Messi is saying his last World Cup. Ooh boy. That's not a good result for Argentina right there. Not the start they want. No, absolutely not. One of the biggest of all time. They they said uh statistically it is the biggest upset of all time. So Yeah, because that means Saudi Arabia is ranked lower than Qatar's soccer team. Yeah. Like they're like they're, yeah. That's, well, I mean, what do you say? To oh, that? so that's how Qatar got to host it because they're the worst. Now that makes sense. They're not even the worst. Saudi Arabia was the worst. <laughs> you're true. Wait, wait, you're right. <laughs> crazy though, just crazy. I, I, I actually woke up to that because I think it happened this morning. You know, at some point over there. I'm, I saw my the t- you know on my phone. I was like, "What the what?" Messi lost. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, thirty six game unbeaten streak ends. Crazy old Argentina. Mm-hmm. One shy of tying Italy's record of thirty seven. Crazy. Yeah. And that's why they watch. That's why they play the games, guys. That's why they play the match. <laughs> yep, exactly. You know, something crazy like that will happen. I guarantee those Saudis weren't expecting anything but a blowout. So they uh, Saudi Arabia already uh, made today a uh, national holiday. Well, I believe it. I believe <laughs> it. But all right, so we'll uh, Jason will talk to our. Uh, buddy jason more in depth about international soccer that's right wally we got another jason on the show talk about some international soccer maybe teach us a thing or two the first thing i want to ask now that the u.s has that nasty little draw against wales what's their chances of actually moving on and maybe doing something it were obviously the way they Drew against Wales was terrible. Uh, getting that uh, late uh, goal with a PK is mm. it's not good. But to going in, I didn't expect them to beat Wales. So coming out with a draw is really not that terrible for the U.S. I mean, okay. basically, they have to draw against England to have a really good chance because they should beat Iran. Iran is definitely the weakest team in the group. Um, so if they draw against England and they beat Iran, they have a really good chance because most likely England will beat Wales. Okay. So that would leave them with an extra point for the second place. Um, that being said, if they don't draw against England, they have to really run the score up against Iran because Wales and England, England's a much better team, but they're rivals. They're, you know, mm-hmm. they're gonna, it's going to be a really intense match, so it's anybody's game in that match. So I think if they draw, if they you know hold tight against England, they have a really good chance. If they don't, they got to run up the score against Iran and hopefully win in goal differential. 
Yeah, I mean, this win, oh man, that win would have really made their, their lives yep. a lot easier. They would have gone through for sure. Well, I wouldn't say for sure, but they had a, they have a really good chance of beating Iran. Yeah, but again, Argentina had a really good chance of being Saudi Arabia. So it's the, <laughs> it's the World <laughs> Cup. Yep. So now each, there's what, uh, eight groups? Correct. And four teams in each group, and only two teams get out to go into the uh, next stage. What group has like the best three teams where it's like it's going to be tight? to see who that second team coming out of that group is. Well, I mean, honestly, now with the draw against Wales, that group is pretty tight. I mean, okay. Wales, England, and the U.S. U.S. is probably, that's probably the best U.S. team that's ever been put on the pitch for the World Cup. Yeah, in they're my 16th opinion. in the world. Yeah, they're really solid. So their manager is uh, Greg Berhalter. He has a bunch of European playing experience, European coaching experience, MLS experience. He's got a good mix of European style play football along with understanding American culture and how we play football. So other than that, Group E has Spain, Germany, Japan, and I think Costa Rica. Japan is my dark horse. So I think Spain, Germany, and Japan, that's a group that probably has the the toughest, you know, most okay. You know, the other groups are all, it's it's actually pretty even. I looked at all of them and it's like, yeah, I mean, there's two good ones and two okay ones. And mm-hmm. it's not lopsided like you see in, in other World Cups where it's like obvious that this team's going to win. The other three are just playing for second. Gotcha. See, and like last week when we were talking about it, I was looking at, I was looking at Group D like France. I didn't know Denmark was any good. but it turns out 10th in the world you know so but they they also drew against tunisia who's you know kind of middling team so that one i i thought france would would be like pretty easy getting out of that one and now that denmark's got that draw kind of looks a little more yeah looks tighter yeah and denmark's story is with christian erickson coming back from having a heart attack Oh geez. On the, on the pitch in the oh. Euros. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Literally <laughs> died for I think like a minute and a half during the Euros. On the pitch. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> and then came oh. back and plays for Man United now and now is uh doing really well, having a phenomenal season with Man United. And now he's back playing for the national team. I believe he's thirty one years old, so it's probably his last World Cup. So it's a pretty interesting to watch, and I believe he plays with some sort of pacemaker. Oh yeah, I mean, you'd almost have to. Yeah, because he, he had he got defibrillated and everything on the pitch. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's a pretty crazy story. So it's like an emotional, like underdog kind of. They're a good team, but people are rooting for Denmark because of Christian Eriksen. Gotcha. Okay, Let's keep an eye on that. Um, now. We have our, you know, we have our Brazils, our Belgiums, our Frances, our Englands. Who's who's really got the best shot to win this thing? I mean, it doesn't look, I mean, if Argentina doesn't figure something out, they've got to be out of the conversation, right? I think before the World Cup started, Argentina was out of the conversation for me anyway. I think they're, they're probably the most overrated top team up there. I mean, everybody loves Messi. And the thing about it, I think they've won 
like 30 matches in a row or something like that as an international team. So, you know, they're bound to lose. I guess there's, I guess they're due to lose in the world cup, (laughs) but you have the arguably the greatest football player to ever play the game, but he's played in Europe since he was 10 and European style football is much different than Argentinian style football. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't suit him. And it's always been bizarre to me that when you have a guy like Leo Messi, I would, try to build my Argentinian team around the way to make him most, you know, the best player possible, but they haven't. Yeah, they haven't because we're growing in Spain and now he plays for PSG in France. They're very methodical and ball control and they wear teams down and then they catch you out when you make a mistake and then they score. Mm -hmm. Argentinians play a very run and gun over the top, you know, balls to the walls kind of play. And it just doesn't suit the, you know, control the ball, be methodical, be patient kind of football that Messi's used to playing. So it just doesn't suit him. So that being said, I think Brazil has an amazing chance of winning the whole thing. They're probably the favorites for me. Yeah, and even in the world rankings, they're one, like, 25 points above Belgium at two. So uh, Brazil's, even, even the world rankings have them a step and a half ahead of everybody else i mean and that all that all tracks i mean and that's kind of the world cup every year you i mean you don't always have a brazil who seems like a clear-cut you know above everybody else but there's always that handful of teams up at the top now who's the sneaky pick you mentioned japan before is is that uh, who you're looking at to kind of sneak their way into the the knockout groups and maybe make a run? Yeah, it is for me. I mean, I really like Japan. I mean, they're no one talks about them, <laughs> not much. Um, they have a really staunch defense with Takiro. I'm going to butcher his name, Tamabasu, I believe, and Maya Yoshida. Both have played European football. They're both really good. I think their speed is going to be an asset. And I think the fact that they're kind of flying under the radar now, as far as, you know, just the focus is really on the, you know, Saudi Arabia at the moment. (laughs) But, you know, it's just, that's my team to pick. I don't know if they will, but it's not likely. But I hope, you know, I think they have a good chance of upsetting some teams. Excellent. Awesome. Well, that's it. That's all I got for you, bro. Sweet. That's Easy good enough. info. That's awesome. Thanks so much for doing this, bro. Yeah, no problem. I really fun. appreciate that. You sounded great. We love you. We hope you come on the show again and talk some more soccer sometime. Anyway, let's get back stateside and talk some American football, Wally. All right. So the college football rankings came out. Uh, top four remain the same. Uh, LSU being above USC was uh, kind of the debate who's going to be in the better place at uh, five. LSU uh, takes it. USC sitting at six. Uh, the top four kind of had rough games. Uh this weekend, Georgia beating Kentucky 16 to 6. Ohio State pulled away from Maryland at the end, but they struggled in the sec in the second half a little bit. 
uh, Michigan, 19 to 17 over Illinois. And then TCU, the crazy ending against Baylor where they've run on third down and have 17 seconds to get the field goal unit out without a uh, timeout. They pull it off beautifully. And then the big one, uh, Tennessee going down 63 to 38 to South Carolina. I don't know if anyone saw that one coming. Mm, not by that margin. I mean, South Carolina is an all right program, but on its 60, best day. you put up 63. Yeah. Come on. Like this <laughs> on a top, top four team. Yeah. You know, like, dude. That's insane. And, and then, you know, Poor salt in the wound for Tennessee. They lost Hooker, it sounds like, for the rest of the year, too. ACL, it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. So, again, <laughs> just. There goes their just, season. Uh, just uh, magic, everything. Magical yeah. season they had going. Mm-hmm. Comes they did, yeah. Down. yeah. Uh, any other surprises? Well, we had USC. Uh, a really fun one against UCLA, 40, 48 to 45. Uh, Alabama had a bye week. They played, but it was yeah. essentially a bye week. I don't even remember. So... Austin P. Yeah, Austin there it P, is. Yeah, because I saw it come across the ticker before the game, and I said, "Did you guys even show up?" I wouldn't <laughs> even to come. I don't. Who wants to go to Tuscaloosa? I don't. <laughs> and then go get your butt kicked. Pass. Double pass. Just get, just get railed. Yeah. No. I mean, it wasn't as bad though. I don't think they were beaten as bad as people thought it was 34 nothing i mean yeah not not the worst not the worst but no it's not 63 yeah it's not yeah not tennessee coughing up 63 on those gamecocks yeah anything else in the top 10 uh surprise you guys well Well, oregon locked two and three uh, basically locked up a slot in the pac-12 title game with Mm -hmm. a win against utah but I mean, the, the top four will finally change after this next week, and so that'll be interesting as well to see how that all shapes up. And, you know, I, I'm i not surprised at all to see LSU jump USC. No. It just, I, I kind of... SEC overpowers back 12 so, you know, like so much. It's just there's two losses to one loss. It's It makes sense LSU's up there. Mm-hmm. To me, I don't know. Well, that that one will be solved organically too. Yes, LSU plays Georgia. If they knock off Georgia, they definitely, I think, nervous. But, but they get in Georgia. I think. I think USC is gonna be good as long as they don't slip up in their last two games. Well, but, they still got to beat Notre Dame. Yep, yeah, that's a t- that's a tough one. So Notre Dame's back in the top twenty. Yeah, then Oregon probably in the title game, right? Mm. Yeah, most likely. Mm-hmm. So, those are not too. They got a couple too, of hard uh, games. Yeah, give me Yep. The Ohio State, Michigan will be solved this weekend in the game. Uh, TCU's got Iowa State, and then most likely Kansas State in the Big Twelve title game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, TCU uh, was seconds away from not being talked about the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. It was a crazy ending. And you know, can we talk about that for a second? How uh, they talked about they practiced how that a lot. They were, yeah, in that five seconds. 
Yeah, it just says, you know, the will to win. You got to keep that. Again, we need to be relevant. We need to win this. We need to show the world why we are number four. And, yeah, they showed it in all. I mean, especially that last 17 seconds, they showed why. Discipline mm. and teamwork and, you know, we played till the end. So, yeah, it was, uh, it's amazing. And, you know, Iowa State's pretty much a bailer this year. So, I mean, you think you think it shouldn't be that hard of a game, but it might be just as competitive. So, you know, it's, it's crazy that they pulled that one off. Yeah, it was. Uh, Oklahoma uh, gets a win against their in-state rival in uh, the game known as Bedlam. Uh, Notre Dame gets a nice win to set up uh, their big one with UST that we had just mentioned. Uh, anything else standing out to you guys? Top 20, top 10, top 15 wise? I mean, no, it's just no. there's a there's those couple games in there, but it's really just like this last week before the bye before, or yeah, this last week before uh, conference championships. Yeah. I mean, rivalry week. We'll we'll get to those games in a minute here, but uh, it's always fun. You got uh, in-state rivalry galore. All the big rivalry games. The biggest one, uh, obviously, uh, two versus three. But you also have the bowl. Auburn having a down year this year. Alabama sitting at two losses, but that's always a heated game. Uh, Oregon, Oregon State in the game known as the Civil War. Uh, you got LSU, A&M. Uh, A&M definitely struggling. Uh, $88 million it's going to take to buy out Jimbo Fisher because he had... <laughs> fully guaranteed contract just crazy they should have bought all those players like Nick Saban said yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well it's Texas A&M you had a good run bud yeah. you tried and they I mean A&M's got the boosters that if they wanted to, they could get that money together to boot him oh for with- sure but wow. they should probably just I mean Jim it's not like Jimbo Fisher's a bad coach. Like he just use that money to get him some players and then see if he screws it up. It's the first year well, of I mean, name, image, had, and likeness. Had, well that's the thing. They had like, the recruiting class in the I think of all time. Yeah, but that doesn't year, mean, I mean that's how many times man those preseason rankings are just so i remember us talking about that when when the when the preseason rankings came out they were like sixth and we were both just like that's insane i don't give a shit about their recruiting class if they're all freshmen you know like there's no this is not this isn't gonna last I mean, yeah, they guys, yeah, Texas. I, I just didn't get it, and we're seeing that that you know, the uh, pundits, as it were, got that one wrong. I think they're just weren't. They're not strong. Maybe next year, you know, give those, give a lot of those young, those young recruits another year. Yeah, maybe, but like, oof, ooh wee, Texas A and M. 
yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah, it's just like I mentioned the the two big ones this weekend: Michigan, and then uh, Notre Dame USC, and then just a lot of fun rivalry games this week to set up uh, the week before the conference title games, which will tell us a lot about where the top four is going to sit. So. Mm -hmm. Anything else sure. you guys wanted to touch on for this week? Anything else standing out to you guys? Nope. No, Didn't really. Yeah. We went down. I mean, the only thing that matters in college football at this point is college football playoff rankings. And yep. We done did that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Every uh, weekend. Always a fun one in college. Uh even though there's only a couple games that truly matter, uh, still uh, some fun football watching on this holiday weekend. So, uh, Jason, you want to bring us to the big show? The NFL Week 11. That would be one. Uh, Thursday night, we had the Packers in a... Another disappointing game against uh, the Titans. The Titans kind of bulldozed the Packers a little bit. I mean, they did exactly what we said was going to happen. Yeah. Like, that's just <laughs> like the least surprising result ever. And the Packers still have, what, two weeks before their bye week? They have, I believe, two yeah. weeks, yeah. Yeah, because I, th I think they're the last week of bias. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, not looking good in Green Bay. Um, I I thought if we could have pulled off, we might have been able to build a little bit of momentum. Yeah, I, I think we can probably put a lid on the Packers season. We're kind of playing out the string at this point. I mean, the NFC is not as strong as a lot of people thought it was going to be. A lot of meddling teams, but at this point, I think it's – they've dug uh, too big of a hole at this point to dig out of. Yeah, I agree as well. Um, that was a – well, that seems like they're all must-wins, but that was for sure a must-win, and – it just didn't happen. I thought it was kind of funny. Like I feel like we did kind of stop the run. We it was that was not the Derrick Henry that everyone usually gets thrown over by. Mm. Um, we kind of you know he held for like what three point two yards of carry. It wasn't that great. But what I thought is that we had to keep so many people in the box and stop that run. Is that the passing game just went crazy? You know. Yep. So they're throwing all like Ryan Tannehill was a star. So that <laughs> I was really. You. I told you, man. Yeah. He's well, a really I'm, efficient passer. <laughs> yeah, but I did think of you when uh, I don't know if you guys watched when Herb Street was saying how glorious he was and then he immediately <laughs> threw a pick. And then Herb Street immediately was like, oh man, I should. And he literally said, I should not have said that. Because <laughs> it literally happened right. He literally said it in the next second of the broadcast. El Michael goes, and he's picked. You know, like, <laughs> it's amazing how many times that happens. 
It really so is. I, thought, I know I was right right there and I st- I stood up and I was like, all right, this is it. This is that Tannehill we know. <laughs> this is the, the pick that we needed to get back in and it didn't happen, but I just thought it was so funny. I was just like, and there it is, but he needed to try another two or three of those for us to do it <laughs> to win that game. So um yeah, it was great to not great. It was uh you know, like we said, it it they they ran the ball, they controlled the clock. Um, they passed pretty much all over us, and then our offense just you know doesn't decide to operate on all cylinders or you know work on all facets. Um, and yep, but just you lose the game again. So, like Paul said, I, it's pretty much pretty much done for the Packers here. Mm-hmm. Well, Chris it is Richard what it Watson is. looks really good. Yeah, five touchdowns in four days is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but. He needs he needs to have ten in those four games, those four <laughs> days, I think, to to keep us winning. So there's yeah. promise there, but it's it's done. Dis disappointing, but it is what it is at this point. So I'm on to some uh, other highlights from Sunday. That was Thursday. Um, the Eagles get a squeaker against the Colts, seventeen. 17- to 16. That was a fun ending. Uh, the Patriots get a walk-off <laughs> punt return against the Jets. Game was 3-3 and had absolutely no rhythm, no offense whatsoever. But just how as the Jets do you let that happen? It's the first time since uh, uh, Deshaun Jackson's famous one in 2010. Yeah, I'm like, I was wondering. want to talk about was, that for a second? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I thought I was like, wait a minute, it's 3-3, and I didn't, wasn't watching the game. I just saw on the bottom of the screen, and then I was thinking, oh, they must got like 77 inches of snow like Buffalo. Like, you know, it must be just <laughs> – I look at the screen, I'm like, oh, wait, it's clear as day there. What? <laughs> How is it 3-3 three to three then? Yeah. So uh, it's just for being a Packers fan too, it just hurts even more when you see that game. You're like the Jets scored three points. They had uh what negative two yards in the second half? Is uh, that two, right? Two two yards. Oh, two I yards, sorry. I gave yeah. them the I made it sound way worse than it was, but <laughs> yeah, like and then there's Zach Wilson had what seventy seven yards passing that game. Just it's abysmal, man. It is horrible. Like I cannot believe that. Yeah. That was that was an NFL game, mm-hmm. you know. It could, I mean, it didn't end in a three-zero, you know, like that. But it felt like a three-zero game. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So both both the Jets and Patriots six and four still looking up at the Bills. Um. The and Lions the Dolphins. Gonna, and the Dolphins. Yeah. Don't forget those Dolphins. Uh, the Lions get a really nice win against the uh, Giants, thirty-one to eighteen. Lions definitely fighting this year. Uh, not not gonna make the playoffs, but they Ooh, they have a promising team. I mean, you, you you're not like eh, I suppose they've they, got a like an outside yeah. chance to make a wild card. The NFC in the middle is not strong this year. Yeah, I wouldn't count them out yet. I guess yeah, 
I mean, they got more I, upside going into the end of the season than the Packers do at this point. I would. They got Jamison Wilson, Jamison Williams coming back to practice. The rookie who was injured. It, there's there's like an outside chance of them actually sneaking into the playoffs with with they only have six losses. Yeah. They'll probably get six more, but oh yeah, um, I'm just saying, like yeah, there's a shot, but it's the Lions. I have no, I have no faith in them whatsoever. <laughs> every game I, every game I watched, maybe not this one, but every game before that, they love to shoot themselves in the foot. Not once, not twice, not three times. They always give you a chance. Um, so I really don't. I mean, it's good to see that they're on the up and up for a franchise that's been so bad forever, but um. Yeah, we'll we'll see. It's still, you still got Jared Goff back there. I mean, <laughs> if you upgrade that position, I think you know you have a legitimate shot. I mean, you have the. I think Jamal Williams is the has the most rushing touchdowns in the NFL right now, which is yeah. crazy to say. Um, I mean, he was great in Green Bay, uh, so it's good he's flourishing there. But yeah, I mean, there there's positives, but again, I think there's just a lot of they'll shoot themselves in the foot and. Dan Campbell's a loose cannon, you know, like he, who knows what he probably, you know, he just seems like he can blow his gasket pretty quickly as well. And, caps off yeah. Out. Or whatever he said. Yeah. On your first press conference. <laughs> um, you know, so yeah, it's, uh, it's great to see they have four wins already, but I don't, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens there with the lines. I think they're going to be hanging out with the backers and the bears at the yeah. bottom. NFC North is uh, not great this year. Uh, yeah. My favorite result of the day, and unfortunately I had to root for the Cowboys, but the Vikings just getting their doors blown off at home, 40-3, to three, uh, the biggest point, different, or point differential in a game this NFL season, and... Well, biggest point differential between two game, two teams that had seven plus or more wins at that time of the season as well, which is pretty crazy to have that yeah. good of records and they lose. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. And Kirk Cousins doing Kirk Cousins things. And I mean, I know the Vikings are sitting at eight and two, but there's got to be a little bit of doubt creeping in there. And this is still the Vikings, and they haven't made the Super Bowl since the 70s. Is uh, Kirk Cousins now 0-12 or 0-13 in primetime games? It's something like that. Yeah. He's not one. 12, I believe. Yeah. So, great. You win all those games at noon against the Lions, and no one's watching you, but then you, <laughs> you get in front of a real team. You know, one who just who lost in – Glorious fashion for you know the week before to the Packers, and they come in there and look like a Super Bowl team. You know, like they make you look like little bitches. Seven sacks, right? Seven sacks. Yep. Cousins was sacked. Holy cow! And I think they scored like four touchdowns and three field goals in their first seven possessions. Mm. You know, like just pure domination. S K O L school. <laughs> nope, didn't work. It didn't work, guys. All right. One other, uh, well, 
we had uh, probably the most, to me, the most entertaining game of the day was uh, Sunday night. Uh, Chiefs uh, get a road win against the Chargers. Uh, just back and forth, 30 to 27. Two great offenses and just a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, three touchdowns. Uh, Travis Kelsey, three touchdowns. Travis Kelsey uh, likes to beat the Chargers. I saw a st- uh, stat. He's when they were still in San Diego. He uh, Travis did have a catch against the Chargers. Since they've been in LA, he's got ten against him. So he likes he likes playing uh, or scoring against the Chargers in LA. Apparently, so. <laughs> Yeah, he's a good player. He just he's like the new Gronk to me. <laughs> you know, like he just he comes out of the persona like his shit don't stink. Well which was whatever. It, I mean it is what it is. But it's funny, like I feel like the tight ends are turning into the wide receivers now in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they're kinda having that persona, you know, like because he does. Travis does, Gronk did. Um but yeah, it's I think he has the most tight end touchdowns right now. Out of anybody this year as well, right? Eleven is that right? I believe Kelsey? it's eleven. Yeah, it's... which is the most he's had all of his whole career as well in the season. So, how many games do they have left? Seven, six. Uh, Chiefs have seven. Or, yep, Chiefs have seven games left. Yeah. So imagine he could really. You know, yeah, I mean, he's on get that touchdowns. For, he's on pace for one a game, so. Yeah, 17, so, 18, 19 probably isn't out of the realm of possibility at this point. Yeah, and then, and then you know, Kansas City just keeps getting more weapons and more firepower. It's just uh, they're going to be they're going to be tough. AFC is going to be tough at the top there. Yeah, um, and then unfortunately we did we did not get the uh, Snowmageddon game. I mean. With 77 inches of snow on the ground, hosting an NFL game was not feasible. Yeah. And I would have played the Benny. Play the Benny Hill theme the whole time. And no commentator. <laughs> Just da 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 Where's the ball? I can't find it. You know, like it'd be that would have been interesting, but it'd have been horrible. <laughs> so horrible at the same time. So terrible to watch. And for them to run to play too. Oh my god. That is a run game right there. You're not throwing the ball. No. So that game got moved to Detroit. Uh, Bills get a 31 to three result. Um, and then play there on Thursday, right again. Yep. <laughs> I know that's kind of unheard of. You know that's crazy to play two away games at the same stadium, four days apart. <laughs> crazy weird things happen uh mm-hmm. looking down the list uh falcons get a win against the bears uh saints get a win against the rams rams are at three and seven talk about disappointing mm-hmm. uh packers Ooh, their uh their season's not going the way they wanted mm-hmm. injuries uh, now though too yeah. Cup, Matt Stafford. I mean, that's it. that's all you. That's that's it right there. Mm. You don't have those guys, you're not winning games, and it's, that's what's happening. Yeah, real Super Bowl hangover that one. 
Yeah. The, the NFL God said, Matthew Stafford's a good guy. We're going to give you that one. But I think you're going to go right hey, back hey, to Matthew Stafford on. right after that. <laughs> no, I don't want to be Detroit, Matt. <laughs> uh, what else do we got? Ravens got a 13 to 3. Uh, result against the Panthers. Uh, Commanders get a win. They go to six and five. Uh, Raiders get to win number three in a ugly game against the Broncos. Just two, again, extremely disappointing teams. Uh, Adams gets the game winner in overtime, uh, but he has not been what the Raiders need. I mean, he's putting up numbers, but that team is not good. Uh, Bengals get a uh, 37 to 30 win against the Steelers. And then Monday night, uh, we had the 49ers who look out for the Niners, especially in that jumbled NFC. They get a win again in Mexico City. Anything you guys want to focus in on there that we haven't touched on yet? No, that's pretty much it for week 11. Should we uh, take a look at uh, what we got coming up for well, Thanksgiving? Did, or Did we talk about the Eagles-Colts? I thought that was a pretty interesting game. Oh, Yeah, I, t- of... I touched on it uh, at the beginning, but yeah, we can. Oh, okay. That was a I just uh, thought it was a kind of eye-opening. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It was just like I didn't think they were going to, you know, two weeks in a row, maybe two losses in a row, I thought, for sure. Indianapolis Saturdays were going to come through again. But, yeah, it was crazy, uh, that ending. Um, And I was going to say, too, about the 49ers game, uh, we'll just see what Jimmy G shows up because that was robot Jimmy G on Monday Night Football. Like, you know, like that was a – Jimmy G was Jimmy G – that we haven't seen in a long time. You know, like mm-hmm. he he came out firing. And if he can do that, yeah, they're gonna be unstoppable. That was the but dude we- who played for New England that was so highly sought after. You know, that was the Jimmy G that Tom yeah. Brady was afraid of. That's that was that's the hype. The, yeah. That was the hype of Jimmy G that no one knew what he could do. That was mm-hmm. that Jimmy G we saw. So we'll see if that Jimmy G can come out next week and play and do it again. So but yeah, I mean, if if he can keep playing with that like that, the amount of offensive weapons they have, ooh, yeah, scary. Yeah. All right, so yeah, let's move on to. Uh, we got three games this Thanksgiving Thursday. The uh, Bills stay in Detroit to play the Lions. Uh, the Giants go to Dallas. And then the nightcap, we have uh, Patriots and the Vikings. Vikings coming off a terrible loss and have to go up against uh, Bill Belichick. Not, never a fun prospect. Uh, what's the most intriguing game of the three, you guys? I'm the one you just talked about. For me, the Vikings Patriots. Um, I don't know. I just uh, again coming off the hangover loss from the Vikings and the Patriots getting that last second win and being at six and four, which is probably surprising. 
Um, yeah, Belichick's still for that defense. I think that's kind of interesting. I mean, obviously the Giants and Cowboys just record-wise is, but I just think the Cowboys will over show who the Giants really are again. I don't know. We'll see, though. And then again, the Bills, I think, will dominate against the Lions. Yeah, and the but, Bills have like a little bit less of a uh, away game feel because of that aforementioned. They played in that stadium four days ago. Like that, that's got. I don't make think a they left, right? Like I think they, yeah. I think they stayed. They, they, right? they stayed in yeah. Detroit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so it, it feels a little bit less like an away game that way, which will help the Bills. You know, look more like the Bills. I think. The yeah, I I have to agree with you. I think the Cowboys are gonna just make the Giants look like they did last week again. But yeah, I think those New York teams finally have shown their true colors, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And, well, the Patriots... See, like, I think the Patriots-Vikings game is like a coin toss. Like, it's either going to be, like, a really interesting game or the Vikings are just going to win by 30. You know, I don't think there's going to be an in-between. Yeah, I can see that. I, I could see that as well. Just because <clears throat> Belichick, you know, his defenses are always pretty good. and But I, I don't know. Minnesota, I think the them getting trucked this past week by Dallas was more a result. I, th- I think that win over the Bills was probably really draining just the way it went down. Yeah. And they had just a little bit of like – a little bit out of adrenaline, just a little bit out of juice after like a really probably intense game to be in, you know? Yeah. So I think though this will be a game where they kind of come out right. If Belichick can come up with something to mess up with, mess up their wide receivers or something. But man, I mean, look at them. They got Thielen, they got Justin Jefferson, they got TJ Hawkinson. Like they got dudes to throw to. Dalvin Cook can catch yeah. it. Oh, yeah. man. It just depends if, you know, will Kirk Cousins be 0-13 on a primetime mm. game? That's, you know, will that happen? Will he, yeah. will he show up on the big stage? We'll find out. Two days. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So, uh, moving on to Sunday, the early slate. We have... Uh, the Buccaneers going to Cleveland. Uh, the Bengals going to Tennessee to f- play the Titans. Uh, Jason, your Dolphins host the uh, one eight and one Texans. Uh, mm. We got Bears in that game, Jason. Oh, maybe I I didn't check my I think voice. Think said he's from like he's morning. gonna just take a bye this yeah. week as well. And they're gonna put you in his yeah, that and... that makes sense. Yeah, he's just if that doesn't work, you can just go over to the Texans and play quarterback for them because they need <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Could you ask for a better better game for the as a Dolphin as the Dolphins? Could you ask for a better game coming off a of bye week? No, no, no it's, just... like, it's, it's basically just one little stepping stone. You know, it's yeah. Just like, Get on your get those training wheels back on. Yeah, you don't even have to. It's the Texans. Just get, go out there and get play. Warm back up. Yeah. Hike. Throw it to number ten. Hike. Ten. Hike. Ten. That's three touchdowns right there. Any more? Okay. Hike. Ten. All right. They do yeah, have that's... the Niners the week after, though the Dolphins do. So they got to sure. be careful here. You know, there'll be it's... some tougher games coming for sure. 
But yeah. this is going to be a fun one, I think, yeah. for the Dolphins. Yeah, I, <laughs> I really hope so. Of course, I felt that way against the Browns, and look at what they did. They yeah, just go up and you never know. beat them by 20. So. Yeah, you would think you should be safe there, but it is the NFL, and that's, yeah. they play the games for a reason. So, like, I don't even want to see a close win. Like, <laughs> I need to see if I'm going to really like put my faith in them going forward. That being the day, being the Dolphins, they need to go and win this game by 30 points. You know, just put yeah, an absolute yeah. like 27 is too close. Yeah, right. They yeah. need to go out and win like thirty-eight to three, yeah. and I'll be like, "Okay, cool. Now I believe in you guys. <laughs> you know, I'm ready for the long haul." But if they will go out and like do some kind of seventeen to sixteen last-minute field goal bullcrap against this absolutely atrocious Houston Texans team, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> That's that's going to be as good as a loss to me because then I'm going to feel like they're just going to go into San Francisco next week and just get get handled, and that's not going to help anybody except the 49ers and the Bills. <laughs> well, everyone remember to tune in next week to see if Jason's lost his mind or, <laughs> or not. <laughs> Worth it right there. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's going to f- – be how I like kind of how I felt after that Jets Giants fiasco. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. So we have that. Uh, we have the Bears and the Jets. We have the Falcons, Commanders, uh, Broncos, Panthers. Please, no one watch that game. Uh, All three of those games, I don't want to yeah. watch it. Keep going. No. And then Ravens, Jaguars. Oof. Sneakily could be an entertaining game. Well, the Ravens just did have a pretty terrible game. So I mean, yeah. they won, but it was not the Ravens. So and the Jag- the Jags are decent. They're just like a year or two out yet. You know, mm-hmm. they're just they're yeah, a work they in progress. Wild. Hey, they already yes. got three wins. That's pretty decent. You know, that's like three more than the last three seasons combined, or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> moving on up for sure. All right, so yeah, some. Decent games, I guess, in the early slate. Probably Bengals Titans, I would say, probably the most entertaining game of that. Oh yeah, bunch. that should be a good mm-hmm. game, you know. Yep. For sure. Um, anything else standing out to you guys in the opening window on Sunday? No, not really. I mean those those are pretty much all like I don't know, one sided or who gives a shit bulls? You yeah, know, like, they're I like know. none of them are division games, so there's not a ton of intrigue there. So it's yeah, yeah, pretty but, much yeah. that. But that Bengals Titans, I mean, that's two playoff teams, so that's a that's a sexy that's matchup the one. for noon. That's, that's the, the one, one I would watch. Yeah. Yep. All right, so the uh, afternoon window we have uh, Chargers Cardinals. Could be a sneaky, entertaining game. Mm-hmm. Well, who's playing quarterback for the Cardinals will determine that's, if it'll yeah, be a sneaky game true. or not. If it's that's no, true. if there's no Murray, then it's gonna be, it's probably going to be a tough one to watch for a Cardinals fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Colt McCoy's uh, Colt McCoy's not coming back anytime soon to win any more games. He already <laughs> did that once. So uh, we have Raiders Seahawks. Uh, 
Rams Chiefs on paper, a good game, but again, the Rams really struggling and Chiefs coming off. I think the Chiefs should handle that game oh, yeah. pretty easily. Yeah. yeah no, and no yeah. Stafford probably either. So, yeah. Again, another backup quarterback that's not going to want to go play that game, but going to have to, buddy. Against the Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And then uh, Saints Niners. Uh, again, Niners should handle that game fairly easily, you would think. Um, and then. We don't have to the mention night- the night game. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> back- <laughs> Eagles, whatever. It's well, a trap I mean, game, Eagles. It's a trap game. Yeah. It's yeah. In, in Philly, too. I mean, it's that's tough. a. Real that's, tough. That's gonna be tough watching the Packers lose by three scores on primetime television. Yeah. No, see, Jason, they're not. They'll get so close, and then they'll just blow it. And then oh. you know, it'll be—it's gonna be one of those. It'll be it's, like it's gonna the, be one of those where those it's, people like they're so excited they're gonna win. Oh my god, we might. And then they'll just—it'll be all let down at the end. Like, oh, they're gonna be—they're gonna be up by three at halftime, something like seventeen to fourteen or something like that. <laughs> just have a glimmer of hope. Yup, and then. Eagles are going to come out second half score on their first two drives. And Packers are like, fooled you. Yep. <laughs> but, and then Sunday or Monday night, we have uh, Steelers Colts, another not good another, game. Yeah. I mean, the only reason to watch that would really to be, really be to see if Jeff Saturday can pick up his second win of the year. Yeah. For sure, that's the only reason I'd watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it looks like uh, everyone is playing this week. So Thanksgiving, uh, no bye weeks. There's uh, week 13 and 14, I believe, are the last two bye weeks. Weeks. Yep. So uh, fantasy-wise, all systems go for all teams. Obviously, watch for injuries, but... Uh, so I'm looking at probably Bengals Titans, probably the best game of the week. Yeah, it's gotta be. There's, yeah. there's really, and honestly, there's not even another matchup between teams with winning records. There's yeah. just, there's, that's the only one. So it, I mean, outside of Thanksgiving, you have Thanksgiving, you have the Giants, Cowboys, and the Patriots, Vikings. They loaded up the the Thursday slates pretty loaded up with a couple of decent games. But yeah, for the rest of the week, it's just that noon game that we probably won't get in our area. Yeah, we'll probably be stuck with the Bears game. Yep, probably. Oh yeah, Bears. Bears, Jets. Bears Jets is going to be probably one of them, mm-hmm. and then if we even get a CBS game, it'll yeah. probably be like uh, honestly like um, Ravens Jaguars. I I mean, if they give me the Dolphins Texans game, I would be a little upset because I'd be at work for the first half. But, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that's that's our NFL Week Twelve. Yep. Thanksgiving um, weekend. Thanksgiving weekend, guys. Um... And then still have uh, the World Cup going on. Again, mm-hmm. the uh, uh, huge match against uh, 
England for the U.S. Uh, on Black Friday. Uh, we got college football. We have the NFL. Uh, one more thing that we haven't touched on in a little bit, and that's our fault. And But Brittany Griner still detained in Russia and was recently moved to a penal colony outside of Moscow. Uh, please keep Brittany in your thoughts and just Brit get her home. Somehow the U.S. needs to get her home. Agreed. Mm. Indeed. So this, yeah, again, this Thanksgiving weekend, enjoy the football, enjoy the international football, enjoy the college basketball, enjoy the NBA. Uh, it's all on. It's all it's on. It's all on. All weekend. All and if you want, you got food and family there, too. Yep. So if, do it if all. that's your thing, you can that's do your that, thing. too. Yep. So don't eat too much or do it. And make sure you get enough water and sleep. Drink your fluids. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Take care, everyone. <laughs>